You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has opened its doors for another day and we're around about 36 minutes into the session, so it's time for the opening with Nick Kunze <coughs> from Sandan Private Wealth. Nick, the, the big story of the morning, which you highlighted at around about half past six this morning in a tweet, or rather a message <laughs> to me, have you seen the gold price? We were talking about it last night, we've been talking about it for weeks, it's gone to a 12-year high this morning and the euro has broken, I think, 115 against the US dollar. Yeah, morning, Lindsay. Uh, it's just, for me, it's it, it's... After a few days of a little bit of a lull and, and the usual suspects, you know, the Nasdaq's been grinding higher and, you know, we've been, you know, I've been bouncing around to find stories to talk about on the, on the show. All of a sudden, there's a little bit of things happening. And, and it seems to be, I think, the realization that, that central banks around the world and governments around the world are going to be printing a lot of money, uh, are finding going to be throwing huge amounts of cash at the problem uh, and uh, in, in this world of zero interest rates you know all of a sudden gold is starting to look like a little bit of a sweet spot and we saw it this morning for no apparent reason there was no, really no catalyst and that's when you've got to take notice and that's that's hence hence my sort of tweeting you this morning as i said it's just all of a sudden popped i mean gold up uh, at one point was up 17 dollars it's come back a little bit but it certainly looks like uh, and i think you'd be looking for it too the old high is going to be taken out in the next week or two i think yeah, I think the old high was 1918, so that may be a bit of a stretch. But whatever it is, mm. we are looking at a, a gold price that is set for all-time record highs in U.S. dollar terms. Looking at the Stock Exchange News Service announcements, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and none of them are of any consequence to us. Uh, so we'll forget about that and just go straight to the spot prices. Uh, there was, there, there was. I'll, I'll, I'll just make one comment. There was yes. a trading update from MediClinic this morning. Oh, that's, oh there um, it is. Yes, at eight o'clock. Yeah. Sorry. Which is prob- which is probably the only one worth mentioning. What does it say? Um, just in general, in general terms, it was a tr- it was a very brief three line update notifying that uh, things are slowly back on track. Uh, and and just to summarise, um, we had a comment of feedback from our clever guys in on this morning, and was saying it's one of, you know Medi-Clinic is one of those ones where you know a lot of the elective surgeries have now been put on hold. Mm. So it's it's probably un, was unfairly punished uh, when in fact um, now that things are slowly returning back to normal anyway, sort of where, where the operations in Europe and the Middle East uh, they're seeing a, you know all those elective surgeries coming back. So no, I won't dwell too much on it, but it looks like uh, you know the, the worst is out the way for Medicare anyway for now for now. Spot Been pri- positive trading update. Okay, and is, what is your stance at Sandland Private Wealth on this one? Are you are you buyers? Are you holders? What are you doing? Uh, I, I believe some of our funds own it, and uh, I think they do like to share uh, for, for the long term buyers. They do play in that space. Yeah. So uh, yeah, full disclosure, we do we do own the shares. Dollar rand is sixteen fifty two, which is slightly weaker to the tune of 06 percent. The British pound against the rand is twenty ninety three. The euro rand is nineteen oh two. The rand point seven percent weaker against the mighty euro. Euro dollar is one fifteen fifteen. Have a look at that thing. I can't remember mm. when it was last here, but this must be the lowest level for the dollar, the highest for the euro for a year, year and a half, maybe more. Yeah, you are correct. It's January 2019, so you spot on almost a year and a half ago. That was the euro. And then uh, while we're on the topic of currencies, I mean, we can name a few others. I mean, Aussie dollar, uh, 71 against the dollar, US dollar, that's the best level. Uh, since April 2019, and as you pointed out, I ran. I mean, some big numbers that we, we just broke through under 21 against the pound, mm. uh, and the euro as well. The big, the big number two, big figure. We're in the 18s against the euro. So, really, that that theme which you've been hammering on about 
about on your show that that dollar weakness continuing this morning. Last night in the United States, the Dow Jones was up 0.6%. The S&P was up about 0.2%. The Nasdaq fell 0.8%. That is a trend that's becoming embellished. It has occasional day off, but it, it seems to me that something's going on there. And I want to explore this with you and David tomorrow evening. Um, and mm. the theme is, and have a think about this over the next 24 hours or so, if Amazon and all those other companies that are benefiting from quarantine and isolation and the close down of uh, traditional shops, if that has been because of coronavirus and that quarantine, obviously, what happens when we open up again? Do they fall in a heap? Or do they, or, or, or do yeah. people say to themselves, no, I'm actually quite happy sitting at home pressing a button and yeah. ordering, a, ordering a, a box of food? Yeah, so, that's exactly right. So, such an interesting point there, Lindsay. I mean, what happens if they get a vaccine tomorrow and everyone goes back to normal? Yes. I mean, it's worth wondering, do, does everyone rush back to the malls, for example? I don't think I don't so. Know. Okay, that's my, that's my little homework for the next 24 hours. Okay, yeah, you've got to do that because that. that'll, like be, that'll be a fascinating mm. discussion tomorrow night. NASDAQ down 0.8%. This morning in the Far East, um, Tokyo down 0.6%. Shanghai up 0.4%. Hang Seng down nearly 1%. And in Australia, the All Share Index, probably because of the strength of the Aussie dollar, down 1.2%. Give us the gold, please. You do the gold. Yeah, gold price. What a pleasure to see you where you are this morning. So gold this morning is currently up $16. At the, the number on the 0.8% is $1,857 an ounce. There we go. Fantastic. Platinum is 881 which is down 6 Where's Palladium, please, uh, Nick? It's had a fantastic week. Yeah, Palladium, give it. it yeah, it's giving a little bit of bounce back. It was up one hundred and twenty odd dollars yesterday, so it's down twenty bucks today, which which is to be expected. But it's still trading at two thousand one hundred and forty dollars per ounce. The oil price, West Texas, is uh, essentially flat on the day. It's trading at forty one dollars and eighty four cents per barrel. Brent crude oil is forty four thirty three. The spread widening a little bit, uh, but that's also virtually unchanged. Right, let's have a look at the U.S. futures markets. I've got the S and P down five. It's been up most of the morning, but now. Now, suddenly in the last hour, maybe since uh, the Europeans have come to their desks, they're pressing the sell button. But anyway, the S&P down five, which is inconsequential, and the Nasdaq futures down 0.1%, uh, 11 points. But that uh, Nasdaq um, chat we're going to have with David tomorrow night is suddenly starting to become very interesting. In fact, the Nasdaq has now gone down 24 points or 0.2%. There's some selling coming in. What about on the JSE this morning? Any shares that stand out for you? <clears throat> No, other than that, uh, the one we mentioned, many clinic with that trading update, that stock's up seven percent off off the back of it. Although it must be, it must come with a little asterisk. It's off a very, very low base. Um, just in general, no, I think it's interesting to see some of these gold shares uh, and platinum shares. I mean, platinum. Platinum's sort of been lagging that that precious metal basket, that gold price, for a while. Um, And we don't have any exposure to silver, uh, but apparently, I'm talking from a South African point of view, but uh, all of a sudden I've received a few phone calls the last few days, people saying that silver needs to play catch-up to gold, which it has done in the last few days, and people saying platinum as well. And we're seeing, funny enough, with the platinum price reasonably flat today, uh, the ones that stand out for me are the platinum price, the platinum shares. All of a sudden, Anglo Platts up three percent, Northerns, which which we've liked, that's up two point six percent. So a little bit of interest coming in there too. So, and and we spoke briefly off air. I mean, come on, everyone, don't don't try and and uh, short this market here when you talk about precious metals and golds because it certainly looks like the trend for these 
particular sector is continuing to the upside. And as long as that, that dollar stays weaker, you're going to continue to see these things go. On my screen, 15 minutes delayed, the MediClinic share price is up five and three quarters percent. Impala Platinum is up 4.8 percent. ACI up 3.9. Anglo-American Platinum up 3.6 percent. DRD Gold up three and a half percent. On the downside, what is why is TFG on my screen down 14.9 percent? Is that ex-dividend? What's going on there? Uh, for Shini Group, let's see here. There must be something going on. Something going I've on actually, there. I've actually got the last traded. I've actually got it down at. It's actually gone into. What is going on in this thing? Yeah. Oh, is that is it capital raising or something? What's it's going on? To do with that, it's, what's it, yeah, was it not to do with that rights issue? That exactly. Yes, that's, that's what it is. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's that rights issue from uh, two weeks ago. So that comes into play today. So. Be careful, people, when you're looking at the share price, you need to price in that rights issue. Especially if you're a broadcaster and didn't do your research. Sappy mm. down 1.8%. ABN. Well, forgot to look. Yeah, exactly. And also <laughs> uh, an investment professional <laughs> with all these resources at his fingertips. Mm. AB InBev down one and three quarters. Bidvest down one and two thirds. And AVI down 1.6%. So an interesting day. And of course, we have the Reserve Bank meeting starting today, concluding tomorrow. What do you think they're going to do? Mm. We have spoken about this tell me i i i think they're gonna cut i i really think it's uh sometimes you you need to be grateful for global macro trends and uh, the south africa and our administration have no influence and cannot move the needle whatsoever mm. of what really happens in the world and i think they should be grateful i think with iran doing what it's doing with this weaker dollar uh, a huge demand for South African bonds over the last couple of weeks from foreigners chasing yield, um, and the problems that we've got with COVID. We've got some dire. We've got a big hill to climb in South Africa. I think they can use this opportunity to to cut rates. Um, I would go for a quarter, but I've seen some whisper numbers going for a half. But I think a quarter they can get away with. And as, you, as you've always pointed out, the rand will probably strength. Quite frankly. Yes, but this time I'm calling the fact that even though we had a 2.1% CPI print uh, mm. last time, that oh, is the last no, time we'll sure. see that for a while because of uh, oil prices recovering. Okay, the rand is nice and steady, yeah. but they are forward-thinking. They're not backward-looking, the Reserve Bank, and they're mm. very hawkish. I think it's going to be unchanged personally. You, you're right with that one point. Um, Mr. Kanyagi and his team, they are very, very traditionally a hawkish uh, and they don't like to be behind the curve so you might be right i'm hoping for a quarter but the reality is you might be right can i just add on what's else on the day as well as the saab sitting we have a bit of fun and games later those who feel like staying up uh, late tonight we have tesla's earnings are after the uh, mm. the u.s this afternoon and that is that is definitely the day traders and punters favorite and it's hogged the headlines for all the wrong reasons probably uh, the stock is up 274 percent year to date <laughs> and it's now over it's now overtaken um Teotra, as, as we know you've seen the headlines as the most uh, valuable car maker in the world and what i really enjoy about it is that uh, Toyota is trading at 15 times earnings that's quite quite expensive for a car company what do you think tesla trades at Lindsay? 220 I don't know. You've done your homework on the nose. Really? That was a complete guess. There we go. 220 times earnings. So that has also been a big driver um, in its scale with the market cap north of $300 billion. It's been a big big mover for the NASDAQ, which we can tie into our conversation with David tomorrow as well. So those who are interested, uh, 10 o'clock this evening, SA time, Tesla's earnings are out. 
Jolly good. Uh, I stay up for Trump and for football, but not for Tesla. <laughs> Give us the indices before you go. So on this Wednesday, taking a little bit of pause after it's a reasonably good few days. Uh, 56,034 on the all share. That's a drop of 0.69%. Uh, t- Seven five percent, uh, fifty one thousand six hundred twenty four, and then it's a bit mixed. Healthcare up two point eight three, but we know why that is. That's because of MediClinic. Uh, telecommunications having a decent day. That index up one point six seven. Basic materials two also getting a little bit of a green point two two percent, and then on the downside we have financials dragging us lower, possibly a bit of a. After a strong run, 0.68% down. Industrials down 1.16%. And utilities, the biggest lagger on the day, 2.72% down today. Thank you very much for your time this morning, Nick. Mm. We'll speak again only on Thursday evening with David Shapiro for the 5 o'clock shadow. I'll be speaking to Skalk Glow this evening and tomorrow morning. Nick Kunza is from Sunland Private Wealth, and that was the opening. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.